Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Living Madly. <laughs> I am here with a very special human. Her name is Stephanie. Stephanie Parsley, is that how I pronounce her? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that you have a uh, an herb as a name. <laughs> I want to name one of my children as an herb, like sage or some shit. There you go. You should. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie is fantastic. She's a professional photographer who does weddings, boudoir, album covers now, mm-hmm. Playboy now. <laughs> Fucking boss. Um, she helps educate and empower humans on her podcast called Oh, Here We Fucking Go. Minus the fuck. But it's fun. Um, and she's a world traveler. You literally just got back from like Hawaii and Arkansas yeah. and all the places. Yeah. Fucking sick. Um, so Stephanie obviously is here because she's living madly as fuck. Um, but as you guys know, we're going to get started with a few rapid fire questions just so we all get to know you a little bit better. Okay. So, Stephanie, where are you from and where do you live now? Um, hello. I am from... <laughs> yeah, I guess I should have given you... <laughs> no, this is great. Um, I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas, and I lived there for about 30 years and actually just moved to Denver um, last year. So, I'm living here now. I do sp- still split my time between Arkansas and Denver but also now Hawaii because my boyfriend lives there Mm. and so it's just we're going all over the place but I'm I'm pretty much like 20% in Arkansas 70% (laughs) this is not going to be the right amount of math in Denver and then maybe 40% 30% in Hawaii this is that's beyond 100% but you guys get it so yeah That is such a fun life. <laughs> Literally so cool. Uh, do you like care about zodiac signs? And yeah, all? I love that stuff. What are you? I'm a Pisces. Fab. Do you, is that like your son? So yeah, I'm a full on, my birthday's March 10th. So cool. full on Pisces. And my rising is a Libra. And then my moon is a Capricorn. Oh, damn girl. So, and I very much relate to all of those things. Yeah. I was going to say, are you um, a person who thrives in Pisces season? Cause you are a Pisces. Like, do you feel yourself thriving right now? Yeah. I woke up this morning, like in such a clearer headspace than I have been lately. And so I'm just like, wow, like I woke up really energized, like really ready to go. I've been, uh, my boyfriend's been with me for about over a month now. And so we've been just like kind of doing everything besides working so I but I woke up this morning and I was just like you know I got back into the work mode um got really energetic again got inspired again um yeah I love this time of year also because it's spring is my favorite and I feel it kind of starting to peek through a little bit and yeah yeah (laughs) It's like 70 degrees today. I know. And it makes my heart so happy because I, I was not thriving two weeks ago no. when we had all that snow. Holy shit. I was like, maybe I need to move. Like, that's how cold <laughs> it was. I'm like, why am I here not in Hawaii? What happened? But yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so, that's awesome. Uh, do you know, like, human design? Uh, yeah, I had my human design reading, too, not oh, too long shit. ago. Yeah, What are you? <laughs> I'm a manifester. Yeah, you are. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Oh, my God. <laughs> she did a whole... Um, I haven't recorded, but she did like a whole reading on me and she started like crying during the middle of it. Yeah. She like, she was like, there's, um, this is a small amount of the population is a manifester. And she was like saying all these things that 
she there's no way she would have even had known about me not that she was telling the future but the qualities of me that not a lot of people knew and that were actually mm. a big reason for um like my breakups like all Damn. in the past and stuff and uh very personal things and i was just like damn okay so uh yeah manifester do you know who who did your reading you um her name is angela she's back in arkansas and oh, cool. she just she's probably she's probably one of the only people doing it there but um she's really taken off with it and it's it's incredible the information out there i was just about to say it's it's extremely empowering information to know about yourself because mm-hmm. it does make a lot of sense it teaches you how to channel the energy that you're putting or like that's coming in and you're putting out like you kind of you have a broader understanding of yourself I think exactly yeah so whenever I I've always really kind of known that whenever I think about things they start coming to happen but sh- it's been now accelerating Damn, you know you know so much. oh, oh like my it's god just, it's the, that energy that you pull yeah. in so yeah it's it was really nice information to have and know that's <laughs> that's awesome um myers-briggs do you know that one we love personality tests. is this the it's like the inf no i don't know i do know my um uh, my types oh your enneagram yeah <gasps> Ooh, are you yeah at? i'm a type three wing two Oh shit! I don't know anything about Enneagram. It's the the working one, but like caring mm. on the you know, like I'm not like a, mm. a so, I'm not like a sociopath workaholic. <laughs> I do still care about people, <laughs> so the achiever, the all of that, because it can get really scary. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, there are working psychopaths. Mm-hmm. It's like people who like don't take no for an answer and they just fucking go for it. Yeah. Um. Do you consider yourself a dreamer or a doer? Um, it's a hard question. It's a new one that I just thought of. Yeah, because I, think, I identify with both. I think a doer. I don't. I don't really sit and if I want. That's the whole manifesting thing. Like, and that's what you know. She said to me, she's like, when you want something, you do it. You make it happen. That's just how I've always been. I don't really like sit and just like think. You know, like oh, you know, I hope this happens or I wish this happens. If I want it to happen, I just do it. Oh so. my <laughs> god, this is such foreshadowing because I feel like this. You, I just you've done a lot. You know what I mean, and yeah. that's that's cool. Um, okay, this is my most favorite question to ask any person that I ever meet. If you had the opportunity to go explore a new Earth, light years into space, or stay on this Earth forever, what? Where would you go? Would you choose Earth or space? Um, it's I, hard. I think. I think I would just be here. Same. Yeah, because, like, (laughs) I don't, as appealing as that could seem, I also like being comfortable. (laughs) So unless I knew everything about that new place, no. (laughs) Like, I'm good right here. (laughs) I think we. there's still so much just with this planet that I haven't discovered, so I can't really imagine making time for another one. So, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, space is is nuts. (laughs) Arkansas or Denver? uh denver yeah denver or hawaii oh (laughs) i feel like that's an easy answer my boyfriend to just like click off the (laughs) the podcast um i think you know denver for now um and to end up in hawaii would be nice i have i've told him and he totally understands this and he's you know 
he's being he's coming back here a lot more um but i you know i'm i'm working and i'm climbing up i'm trying to like meet people and climb up a ladder and like expand my business expand my podcast and like work 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 and in hawaii you know like you kind of just like you disappear there like you you want to like you're you're retiring or you're just relaxing on the beach you know there's there's uh the opportunities are different there versus on the mainland exactly and so um i have i've told him i'm like you know we'll always make time for hawaii but let's make more time for this right now and then let's end up in hawaii yeah so yeah they're both amazing like and i've I've been like, can we be in Hawaii December through February? See, that's a good idea. Yeah. So. Like during your slow season. Yeah. That and just when it's cold here because right. I hate it. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> Did it ever get cold in Arkansas? Uh-huh. Yeah. It was pretty cold when we were there last week um, because it's it can it's, be 30 degrees here, but the humidity is like 70%. Okay. So it adds to it. And, um, and humidity cold is like the worst kind of cold because it's a bone cold yeah. it like gets into he your he had never been to Arkansas and he was like why does it feel colder here than in Colorado and wow, I was just wow. like yeah it's it's pretty bad but it's um it's not as bad as here like it's not as consistent like it was you know you have a you have lighter days they're probably like 40s right now yeah. and stuff so yeah I went to school in Alabama and the only reason I went there was for the weather <laughs> does Alabama have like nice weather I didn't well, know it's just, like, really warm all the time it's like 90 degrees which was cute oh, wow. sometimes but not in the summer it was I guess I didn't up. realize that yeah, I kind of forget about places like Mississippi and Alabama yeah and, yeah yeah i mean <laughs> sorry but, <laughs> no, we were just in new orleans and oh, uh, right at the orleans. cusp of mardi gras and Fuck we did i didn't realize how perfect that weather is down there i mean it was perfect well, so now I'm like, dang, okay, well, fuck, should we be here more, too? Like, can't pick a spot. Damn, so, yeah. I love New Orleans. <laughs> um, okay, breakfast or dinner? Dinner. Nice. Ooh, wait. <laughs> Going out or, like, cooking? Um, fuck. <laughs> I'm uh, just intrigued. Because I'm like, can you cook? Do you like to cook? I love cooking. Oh, um, fab. I, I'm vegan and gluten-free. So, like, oh. I finding places. It depends on where we're at. So, like, if we're here, I enjoy going out to eat and just having that done. But, you know, really 50-50 for me because yeah. I love cooking, too. But it can be with my... It, okay, well, how about this? During the winter, I love to cook because I'm, I have more time. But on my busy season, which is like March through December, I like to go out because I don't need that the extra responsibility. Right. So yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh, boudoir photos or wedding photos? Like, what would you oh. rather shoot? Um. Oh. Um. I think <laughs> if I could shoot something every day, it would be boudoir. Fun. Yeah. Um, oh, I like the way you say it, boudoir. Yeah, I so, um, I yeah, I I love love weddings. I don't know if I ever really want to stop doing weddings. Uh but the the way <clears throat> the transition from like when a woman walks into the door with me and then versus when she leaves after a boudoir shoot is kind of the whole it just changes your whole day and your mood and like your purpose. So it's that's more fulfilling for me. Oh, I love that. But weddings really pay bills. So <laughs> it's just like, but if I was in boudoir every day, maybe it would even out. So yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I love your eye for wedding photos. Thank you. Because like usually I'm not a huge 
fan of weddings yeah same you know this yeah (laughs) some of you don't but like i love your eye because you take it and you make it more creative than just the moment it's like a little piece of art yeah yeah i it well a lot of people um think you know with weddings that it's all your photographer and what they do and what they can bring to the table but really and truly my best weddings are when the couples are super comfortable with each other and just laid back and like just are so in love you know mm. I get a lot of weddings where it's so about the the schedule and the show and so they are so disconnected the day of and then I have to come in and compensate and create this connection for them God that damn. is very draining and comes off in photos and yeah. so um you know like the some of my but some of my best work is when the the schedule doesn't really matter yeah nothing really you know who cares who comes it's really just about them and they are so excited to see each other and it's really the smaller weddings that kind of you know I connect well I connect more with yes um and when it's not so much about like the show of things so yeah yeah yeah. I love I love that yeah (laughs) one thing that you are absolutely obsessed with right now it could be an actual thing it could be an idea like it could be a place one thing that you're just obsessed with right now um I think I think that I'm really obsessed with like my life right now. Sick. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> Just a, I like um and cuz that can mean so many like things, you know? Yes. Like we um uh, like the way, you know, my boyfriend and I have this down where we're traveling a lot and we're doing it together and like we want to like do a house together and we have a very well balanced area with with all of that. So then my photography is like into that too and it's just like I am noticing that this is probably the time of my life that I'll look back on later and hopefully we'll still be always having this life going but what if not I will look back on this and be like that was so fun that was when I was killing it yeah it's, it's almost like it's all just fluid it's all in flow you're like completely in flow is yeah. what it sounds like yeah it's very very in flow and um yeah it's just great like it's i'm really i'm liking not being in one place right now dude i'm loving that for you (laughs) it shows i just like i mean i follow you on the media (laughs) and i don't want to sound like too much of a stalker but you you are definitely in your thriving mode i mean i recorded a little snippet today and i was like this bitch has taken over the internet (laughs) and i feel that for you thanks it's crazy i hope so i mean I, i want to be putting out genuinely what my life is like out there right yeah. now you know like yeah. I'm not and I've been very careful with that in my you know I've caught myself in the past even in past relationships posting things that weren't genuine or right. posting things that just to post them and with even work and everything and now I'm just like you know I just want my life to be an accurate portrayal of what is going on yeah and that to be online and offline so when people meet me they're not like oh you're way different in person right I don't want that yeah so, yeah I don't, I don't know if I would do well with that like an alter ego situation right. almost. yeah fuck that yeah oh one thing you're grateful for um there's so many things but I think uh I mean god there's so many things like <laughs> so cute. work, love, life right now. Um, all, of it. all of it. There's I can't even name. I can't even just pick one. <laughs> There's so many. Great answer. Great fucking answer. Um, I want to know. 
And I think we all kind of want to know. How did you get started in photography? Like, what, like, were you growing up in Arkansas and just, like, found a camera one day and picked it up and started doing it? Like, how did that story begin? You know Um, what I mean? At what age were you? Like, yeah, yeah. I, um... So my parents had gotten a divorce by this point and I was living with my dad and How old were um, you at the time? I think I was a junior in high school. Okay. Or senior or something. Um maybe senior, but I he you know one day on Easter he was like I'm just going to go to Walmart, buy this little camera for us and we can oh, start okay. taking pictures of each other. And I was like, "Oh, okay." And um so we did that and I ended up just taking photos of everything I didn't realize how much I liked it I took this little camera to the football games at my high school and was taking photos from the stands and of the football players because it had this like zoom on it and uh the yearbook was ending up using it like people would people loved it and I would go home and I'd take pictures of people in class all day and like at events and I would go home and edit them like all vibrant because that's what I liked and tag people on Facebook they would look forward to it they would love it because social media was a thing when yeah you Facebook was huge then okay. and um but seeing how people were like so excited about it and, like looking forward to it and I didn't even know that photography could be a career at this point I was just doing it for yeah. fun um I uh then like went to college at the university in my state and um at this point the camera was being held together by rubber bands. Like, I mean, we, I was doing everything I can just to make it work. And my high school or my roommate, my second roommate in college, you know, she was like, Oh, I really like being in pictures. And I was like, Oh, I like taking photos. So and she was like, well, we could do a photo shoot. So we drove to this town um, called Eureka Springs up in the Northern part of the state and just did this like weird photo shoot where she was in like really weird boho clothes. I was just shooting natural light and at the time this was 12 years ago um no one was really doing natural light photography everybody was doing studio light interesting so I was one of the first people in my area there were others um that was doing that but I was also incorporating like vibrant editing Mm. younger people in my shoots like weird clothing like really bohemian boho vibes that's kind of that like that's when free people was really kind of hitting the market and everything and so um for the first year or so, I wasn't, I was just doing it for fun. And then my dad was finally like, Hey, like you're spending my money now mm-hmm. with gas and everything. So I need to just start charging. And I was getting booked for things every weekend. So I moved back to where I was, li- uh, my, where my dad lived in Little Rock and started charging like $50, $75, $100, $150 to the point where it was getting up to like $300 for a shoot. And I was still in college. And by the time I got, my loan information or like it was my senior year of college mm. here's all your stuff back that you're gonna have to pay by the end and it was like tw- over 20 grand and I was like why am I going to school I was going to be a teacher and I was just like why am I doing that when I'm making more than what I'm making more now with photography than what I would ever make as a teacher so I'm just gonna stop going and I lived with my dad for um Oh my god! So, so did like, you technically? Sorry to interrupt. Did okay. you just technically like drop out? Yeah. So I well I I Dope. finished my junior year and I didn't go back. And Sick. so I just was like like the the point of college is to find a career that pays well. So I did that before yeah. graduating. And so um, my parents were so mad at me. But and I lived with my dad and for seven months I say I got paid. 
$3,000 for a wedding one weekend. I would keep $100 of it and then send it to student loans mm. every weekend. And so I paid all my loans off in like seven months. And um, now my dad and mom are like... <laughs> So proud so of you. Proud of me. I, would, like, I would hope so. I'm they like, literally don't care at all. <laughs> dude, that's so cool because you followed your intuition. You were like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Damn. And I mean, I am I'm for college in the sense of like, you know, I made great connections there. Like I met a yes. lot of my clients there and um it was it was groundbreaking for me in that sense. So like I'm whenever I have kids I'm definitely going to push them to go, but I'm also going to be like, hey, if you can find a creative outlet while you're here that will pay higher than what you're going to school for, please just do that, you right. know, because otherwise colleges can be really over, just overrated to me. Like, I mean, I was, I don't think that, you know, you should be paying so much for all these things, especially when you have to pay them off your whole life. Like, I just don't, I mean, I get the whole doctor part and like, you know, true, I true, get true, it, true, true. but a lot of it is very experience based. It is so. exactly, and a lot of people go to school not having any, or they ha- don't have any idea, or they have the idea that their mom wants them to go to school for. So then there's this right. pressure of like just doing it for your parents, and then you get out of school. Well, that's really the only. And you're like, what the fuck? To, what do I yeah, do now? Because yeah. I don't even know what I like. I just became this for them. Yeah, and so. I, I think. I feel like it would be more beneficial, you know, if after high school you had like a, f- a couple of years to just kind of like figure out your group, figure out who you are as a person, maybe like making like therapy, like a mandatory thing after school and like just kind of like doing a lot of self-reflection because it'd be, I know that I would have paid attention more in college and probably remembered if more later. It. Yeah. yeah. Like now when it comes to learning, I'm so invested. I want to learn. I'm watching like documentaries. I'm watching like info things. Yeah. And so I'm like, damn, I didn't give a fuck about this stuff when I was 22, but now I'm like, dang, I wish I would have paid attention. I exactly. do just don't have that capacity when you're younger. Yeah. And, so yeah (laughs) that's what i'm doing i with my kids i'm gonna encourage hardcore gap years because all my friends that took gap years like had the best time of their life after high school and then went to college with like a path like they knew and they were like passionate about Mm -hmm. it and got so much more out of college than i did i mean i just i love college but well yeah and i i did too and i had a great time with that i learned a lot a lot of who i am was because of that but it would be cool if like after high school maybe you like went to another went abroad exactly for like a year like learned skills backpacked or something but you know either way (laughs) yeah um okay so you said that you were taking pictures of people in high school and then it went into college and you're doing all that fun stuff and then started charging for shoots is that kind of when you were like yeah i'm leaning into this hardcore all the way well i was more so just i still at that point was not like this can be a job well i was gonna say did you have like anything on the side that you were doing at the same time or it was this full time i think i was a tutor at the university of arkansas um, for my scholarship um so i was doing that and then just being in school full time. Um, but my parents were not paying for anything. They do. They, they just, um, I just was like, well, I'm just going to pay for this later, I guess. But yeah, that's, it still was never in my mind that that could be a career until I quit. And I was just like, 
making the money that I needed and then it then later on even past that I was like oh this is like my job now so I was it took gonna, like a few years for me to be like oh this is like what I'm doing with my that's life that's what I was yeah. gonna ask like when was the aha moment like boom I'm actually killing this it was after my loans were paid off <laughs> that's when I was, and like I was pay, I was I was proving to um places to live like hey here's my bank statements here I can oh, I can live oh, here no. like you know because a lot of the times like when you're younger you're getting paid in cash because you yeah. don't have a bank account so you can't really prove income and so I just had to show bank bank statements and I think it was that moment when I was like when I was fully booked and doing that that I was like this is I'm a photographer now Sick. yeah <laughs> so it took me a minute to, I was just so like delirious or like in my own world of just having fun and not realizing oh I'm working yeah yeah well, it's like it, well that's your manifester whatever you're like doing 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 so much that all of a sudden you like take a step back and you're like oh wow shit here I am I made it yeah you know? right it's cool yeah. it's really cool <laughs> it's nice um did you experience any like crazy hardships along the way like during this whole photographer journey like did you ever get into a situation where you were like I need like I don't know you obviously never quit because you're still doing it but have you experienced any crazy hardships throughout the years um I think you know the hardest thing uh you know everyone kind of experiences a little bullying when you're younger and like starting Mm. something and people can get jealous I've had I've had people definitely or I think just really a couple girls you know say some mean things to me in the beginning but they have since you know apologized Um, but one of those people were like my mentor at the time where she you know I would just mentor as a sense of like someone I looked up to was just realizing oh I'm doing well now and so then she kind of came after me a little bit and God, wait, like came at you with like jealousy or like yeah, how is well, she come I mean, at you? looking back, I mean, that's the only thing because when you're happy for people, you don't really start problems. Right. Um, so it was just a sense of like I was getting really booked and I don't think she was so much anymore. We were in the same area and like I would take a she would take a picture at a bridge and if I had a bridge in my photos, she would be like, You're copying me and I'm like, No, oh like there's God. only so many places to go here and <laughs> um, like it just was and I would never when it comes to people copying work, I think it's kind of ridiculous because I am just someone, if there's someone I know or in my circle doing something I, I, if and I'm inspired by it, I don't, I would like to do it differently. Right. But like still on that same path. So it's not something that I've never, when she's, she was like, you're copying me. I'm like, I that's no, like <laughs> no, no, no. Um, just having a bridge in your photo is not copying someone. So it's just like, there was things like that and then I mean just drama like just other photographer drama and stuff but that was so I haven't really dealt with any of that in years it was just kind of in the beginning and figuring you know everyone's younger you're like also like 23 24 25 and yeah now it's like everybody's got their own shit going there's enough work to go around and yeah that's pretty much it that's all I can think of at the moment that's good because I can see I stopped I dabbled in photography okay like when fucking quarantine hit I was like what am I gonna do let me take (laughs) let me take all the Instagram photos for all my all my friends are like coaches on Uh the internet and I was like I'll take all of your photos just pay me oh there you go and it was so fun but then it started to become weird because people were 
I don't know. I just got, I, I freaked myself out of it. I think I did. Yeah. I mean, it can happen. I didn't and know like, how much to charge all this shit. Mm-hmm. Like it got real quick. It can be stressful. Um, especially if you're, you know, don't have, like you have to have a pretty much type A personality and like yeah. an extroverted type A personality too. Cause if you show up at a shoot and you're like weird and they're obviously uncomfortable, then it's going to be, it'll weird. just travel that. Yeah. Like we, you know, her work's great, but you know, she, we felt awkward the whole time. You want people to be like, she, you know, we showed up uncomfortable, but she was amazing. Like we, she immediately made us feel comfortable. Cause like that is when people look at photos. Cause it's when you deliver photos, you can't just deliver photos. You have to, deliver an experience you know like you can't if you if they look at their wedding photos and they remember how terrible that was or like that was like a bad experience with you they're gonna remember that their whole lives damn and so you have to make sure that you are making them it's not just the photos it's the experience of it all and the feeling behind the photos literally exactly the feeling associated with the experience like you will look back and they'll be like i was so happy that day you know yeah yeah. you want it to be a whole package and you want the delivery to be you want to be on time like you just want it has to be great and enjoyable from a to b to c damn where did you learn all this or is it just through doing just through doing because you don't want to i mean just through doing like i've I've done over 2100 shoots now stephanie parsley <laughs> holy fucking i titties. number all of my shoots <laughs> i number all of them really yeah what's your favorite shoot in the whole entire world oh i do not know <laughs> <laughs> there's so many <laughs> i mean working with playboy right now like and doing work work with that has been like Dude. the best so far like, i mean like not the best i mean god there's so many there's so many but that's right now what stands out to me is like cool fun because that's boudoir plus a brand that i'm so excited to be part of so yeah yeah. what has that whole thing been like like how did that even begin um well my best friend and co-host of uh my podcast uh, or our podcast is uh she had she was on america's exo model season three finalist so she's been like modeling for quite a bit of time and then Playboy just launched uh, Playboy Centerfold, which is competitive with OnlyFans. And so um, through that, she is one of their main people on the Centerfold. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Door. So, like, so now she's contractually in there to create sp- uh, content newly. And so oh, we wow. are. Um, but she does she's not doing just typical content we're doing like very 70s or like very like oh. just professional work that's really hot you know Groovy. So, yeah so um but, really hot <laughs> yeah it's just you know it's like cute but hot uh so we've done we've done work in hawaii we've done work in la we've done work here or have we done it here yet we've we've done we've been working all over now and that's been great because it's it's cool to see playboy acknowledge you yes like, dude <laughs> i was gonna say what the fuck does it feel like i'm cursing so much sorry no, i curse crazy um <laughs> My mom always gets on my back. She's like, Maddie, honestly. I, it's weird. Trailer. I can't cuss around my mom, but I can cuss as soon as I walk out the door. It's like, wild. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> um, but I was going to say, like, what does it feel like to see Playboy sharing your photos on their platform? Like, has yeah. that been, is it like a pinch me moment or is it like, oh, it's cool? No, it, well, it's kind of just like, holy fuck. Like, wow. I I mean, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I screenshotted, um 
the DM when it was like Playboy tagged you in a post, and I was like, I want this on a shirt because <laughs> like, it's just like out there. you're high fiving me. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, and so I just, I mean, I feel like that's whole the whole part of manifesting. But I, you know, when it comes to Playboy, I want to be in the magazine. Like I want to be working exclusively with them, not just with one person, multiple people, and I want our shoots to stand out to them enough to where they're like who are how do we get because she was supposed to be a playmate but she had another contract where she couldn't do sexual content or anything like that which is so annoying but um that is so yeah it sucks but that's ended so like they you know we're hoping that they come back around and they're like they notice what we've done and like they make it to where like we're more involved and then i hope from then you know it could be working with the magazine and stuff like that because I mean, I live, breathe, and eat Playboy all around, so that's why I'm like, I'm like, I need to manifest this big time. So yeah, yeah. not just for centerfold, but for outside Dumb. of work. Yeah, right. Um, who comes up with the creative directions for the shoots? Like, is it both of you combined talking about it, or is it more? Um, I think it's more right now. Um, it's a. It depends. Like it, it's it's a pretty joint thing. Like for Hawaii, I kind of was like, here's what we can do. Here's where we can do it. But then she'll come back and like say all these other ideas, and it's really mutual. But um, you know, she gets it going because cool. it is her project, and I am on so many other things right now that I'm like, right. hey, if I'm also doing set design and stuff, I, I just was- can't. I can't right now. So um. But whenever she gets the ball rolling, I'm like, well, here, let's do this color and then this and we'll go here. Here's a setting we could do. And then she'll come back with like, we can add this. And so it's really a group thing. But I mean, me and Lacey have been uh, creating together for five years now, I think. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And so after she got done with the show, I would travel to L.A. to see her like two or three times a year. We would do a week long of shoots with designers. And now that work she's kind of branching out of that style modeling we're now doing the podcast and we're just constantly creating together so any outlet we can find to do that is it's just a comfortable space for us that's so cool you guys are such like a power team (laughs) she's it's cute i love it it's cute as hell yeah (laughs) we've like we um we are we use we usually talk every day for like hours but like now you know we have like other things going on so we i texted her yesterday and i was like okay we need to instead of every other day we need to find a time to be talking 30 minutes a day and (laughs) over an hour and like making sure that we're keeping up with like the podcast and everything like that so it's we've now like it's to the point where we're scheduling conversations so like we 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 have to always prioritize communication with each other because we have so much going on with each other that we don't want to be out of the loop with one another so yeah right yeah and is there like there's like an underlying friendship there too so you just want to like chat the phone yeah whatever like today we talked uh on the phone for like 45 minutes and it was like 10 minutes about the podcast and then like 40 minutes about boys so yeah like you know so <laughs> that's that's like that. our dynamic i'm like we don't because we, we don't always it doesn't it's not always about work we just i want to always prioritize prioritize communicating with my best friend every day to keep in touch because we have so many things going on together fun you know so just that's always important i'm gonna light the joint oh yeah go ahead <laughs> <laughs> I've been like staring at it at the corner of my eye. Oh I'm yeah, like, do it. Like it's time. Yeah, because I do want to start to talk boys. Okay, um, if that's true. Yeah. Or actually, before we talk boys, why is it important that a person, a woman, or anyone should do boudoir? 
Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you said, I just, like, love the quote where it was, like, the way they walk in and the way they walk out is so radically different and the way, the reason you do it. So, like, why do you think that a woman should do it at least once in her life? Um, Because there's, there's so many reasons. One, um, I just grew up in the South, and so you know the women are the the way women are taught to feel about their bodies is so oft for me like we're taught to feel our way about the way we're taught to feel about ourselves and our bodies are very uh focused on men and how men view us or like how we can get married or like what do we do to attract men and stuff and it to me I'm just like what so boudoir kind of started off in the south or like I started boudoir in Arkansas as a way for women to have a moment where it's just about them you know and so like it's not just um it's not just like sorry it's blueberry (laughs) headband it's my favorite strain in the whole what is it like what it's a sativa hybrid oh nice okay but it's like very um it's known for getting everyone very like creatively high oh okay nice i'm telling you you're gonna leave today and you're gonna be like you need to do a photo shoot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, yeah. Like I, <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, like for Bidoir, it was just, it's just important to me that women have a moment to look at themselves differently. Like, it, cause you know, we're always like, oh, we need to lose weight. We need to do this or this or this, but really like Bidoir is just a, a way for you to see yourself at angles that you've never seen yourself before like you get to see like oh you are hot like you are beautiful your body is amazing no matter what the size is like and it's it's great to feel sexy it's you know like I don't know why it's a thing but yeah I I think a lot of women I, I mean myself I sometimes am scared to be sexy Mm -hmm. because I grew up with two brothers Mm. and it was like if I walked out of the house in front of my brothers with cleavage all hell would have broke loose right right so I I love this idea of like giving yourself a moment to have yeah you know and like just be and like be beautiful and feel yourself yeah like the and then to document your body at this time is oh i didn't even think of that yeah like i mean because you're gonna you know you're gonna be older one day and you're gonna look back and be like damn i don't even remember what my body looked looked like so when you're 70 or 80 you want to look back on these photos and be like damn like i was hot hot." you know and and it's um it's just I don't know what it is, but it's nice to get dressed up or like to put on makeup, get your hair done, and like wear lingerie. Like it's a feminine power. Like yeah. it's a it's this energy that it's it's just it's real. Like it's sexy. It's it, and that's something that we don't need to really be pushing aside, but embracing. Right. And you know, I I take I try to take boudoir photos of myself every year to document my body, Fuck and yes. it's so nice. It's so fun, and like it's just. I don't know, like, the women that... I've never had a woman leave and be like, I wish I wouldn't have done that. You know, yeah. like, they're always like, oh, my God, this was amazing. I feel I'm, I feel so much better about myself. Like, I love these photos. I'm going to cherish this forever. And a lot of times they do it for their significant other. And it ends up being more for them. So, I don't know. I just... I think it's so empowering. Like, just take a moment and be... Oh. Get 
hot and get like you know like it's just like have this time for yourself it's just like a spa day yeah you know literally like, couple it in with a spa day right Shit. right i've had women um we just did a giveaway where uh, i gave away a facial lashes and a photo shoot genius so I it's just like say. that'd be nice to kind of like block it off to the first to the Damn. day before and then the boudoir the next day so yeah Wait, that's so fun. Did, yeah. Did you pick a winner? Yeah, they uh, they did pick a winner. It was like off this app, like where it just does oh. everybody's names, all their entries and stuff. Thank I, God. Oh, I'm always curious how people keep that straight because there are know, some people, people that get like thousands of entries and I'm like, whatever. The people that, yeah, the people that entry the most are definitely more set. But yeah, yeah. It's wild. Oh, that is so beautiful. I'm sold. I mean, you should. Have you done do, one? I've never done. You dude, should. I'm scared to be sexy. I don't know why. This is why I wanted to talk well, no, to you. And it's beat into our heads about how we're supposed to like walking out the door showing cleavage is just. I mean, well, I just you know, like I was raised that way too. Like you don't show off your body, and that's for men. I was very athletic growing up. Like I played soccer my whole life. So like I don't know. Maybe it made me like a tomboy. But was, like yeah, I was the same way. I was very to- a tomboy. Yeah. I, wore, I wore visors. So oh, you, oh my yeah, God. thanks, Maya. <laughs> she just looked down at the ground. <laughs> just like not a lot of people you're know so that. Funny. You're so funny. Um, I so I started doing Rent the Runway for like all the weddings that we have to go to. Have oh, you ever done yeah, Rent the Runway? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is tying. I swear, this is tying. In. But I started buying a lot of dresses that are straight boobs. Good. All the boobs. Good. Literally, my friends know every wedding I've been to in the last eight or last year was a boob dress. Good. <laughs> and yeah, I've been trying to step more into it and it's like been fun for me, but I'm still like just I'm not there walking every day around the neighborhood with it. You oh, know what I'm well, saying? Yeah. And I mean, I definitely don't have my days where I show my, I mean, it's just all about a mood too. And um, that's a vibe. Yeah, yeah. Getting dressed is such a vibe too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's just, I, I just wanted per, to provide a space for women in the South, especially in my town that where they could come and, you know, like they'd be like, Oh, my parents would be so ashamed if I did this, but you know, this is for me. And there's just this like inner energy that they want to do it. And then, you know, bringing that and seeing how successful that was with how people felt about it there to hear, because now with here, what I'm hearing a lot of is, um, it's a very male dominated industry here Mm -hmm. and it's not so much in Arkansas. It's pretty even, but I get women here being like, yeah, I did a shoot with a male photographer. He made me feel kind of weird. And I just, oh, you know, and I don't God. know any, know any names. I can't right. even imagine, but, um, I'm just, I want to provide a space where it is a female photographer and this is a boudoir shoot and like, you can feel comfortable and you can leave here feeling fine. And the way I would expect you to, you right. know? So, um, so yeah, you know, wow. It's very intimate moment to connect with somebody in that way. So it really it's is. In, those are moments that's like why you do like photography for the way you make people feel and so that's a huge that's a huge return you know yeah (laughs) so yeah (laughs) you're such a light (laughs) thanks I'm like in awe I'm like I just went blank I'm like (laughs) you're just like wait that makes so much sense I didn't even think about I didn't even think about how male dominated I can see this town being very male dominated and I can also see this town having people who are just not in it for the right intentions like you are right yeah yeah it can get pretty muddy (laughs) messy exactly exactly how would you uh, okay so say we're doing a boudoir shoot Mm -hmm. what what would you do for me as the client to get me like going okay yeah um 
So whenever people walk in, I'm usually playing some type of like Lana Del Rey music. <gasps> oh I'm my asked, God. you know, like, hey, come in if you want to be like bring mimosas or smoke weed. You totally can. Whatever gets you more comfortable. But a lot of women bring those things and they don't even end up doing them because I am just so um, excited that you're there. And I'm like exerting enough energy to where you're like, damn, this girl is like, what the fuck? So I tell you everything to do. I, I move every limb until you're getting comfortable. And then oh, by really? the, yeah, by the second touch. outfit, you're like ready to go. You're <gasps> doing everything. And I'm, I'm showing you with my body, like what to do. And yeah, it, it's just, I mean, you don't need to come in there knowing how to do anything. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I think that fact alone stops a lot of people. Right. And they, I need to kind of explain that to people more. Um, but yeah, no, like you do not need to come in knowing anything. I mean, it helps if you move on your own. It helps right. if you are comfortable in your body, but a lot of that's not the reality. And that's no. not really what I'm used to working with either. So, um, seeing women go from the first outfit being really shy and, you know, uncomfortable to the second outfit where they're like, Oh, I've got this now. Like it, it's, it's a great, it's a great thing to witness. And so, yeah, people usually they'll bring stuff to do smoke, drink, and they don't even really end up using it. They're like, Oh, that was way better than I thought it was going to be. So oh my yeah, God, that's <laughs> so awesome. Damn. How, hell yeah. <laughs> that's sick. Yeah. Um, what I, wait, I had Oh, like, do you have any tips on how to take, like, the best, like, what angle works the best? I guess that's hard to describe with fucking. No, I mean, um, one of my favorite angles to shoot at or, like, one of my favorite poses to do is, like, when women are sitting, like, they're on their knees but sitting on their ankles. Mm. So, and you're, like, arching your back back mm. and you're able to kind of, like, I always tell women, I'm like, you know, we're going to be, like, a baby T-Rex for a second. <laughs> and, like, and, yeah, like, you know, cracking jokes during the whole middle of it because it's, like, this is fun and funny, but, like, once you see these photos, like, it gets, like, more in the vibe and the mood. But, like, just arching your back back and stretching and just, like, you know showing like your butt and everything like that and all the hard work and just your body in general even if you haven't been working on your body just seeing your body right at this age is like yeah so pretty that's one of my favorite poses and there's so many i love i, know, I love I, it i just love loved it. that description <laughs> just like you're gonna arch your back and like bring your arms up probably like a baby chicken maybe that's better yeah i my best friend always said she's like if you feel uncomfortable it looks perfect on camera yeah exactly and that could go both ways it's like if you feel uncomfortable you're gonna look uncomfortable but for boudoir i'm like if you feel uncomfortable that's pretty normal yeah because yeah, <laughs> yeah, when yeah. do you ever sit with your back arched like a chicken right so yeah <laughs> yeah um so uh, let's see. I was uh, would this be a good time for me to use the bathroom? Really yeah, quick? one thousand fucking percent. That's a perfect time to use the bathroom. <laughs> Shit. Good. Because I was like, where do I want to take this now? Where is your restroom? Oh, in the back corner. LOL. Through the kitchen to the left. Thank you. Sorry. Dude, you are so awesome. Yay! Thank you. Oh my god. Oh my god. I hope it's clean. Fab. Sorry if it was a mess. Oh, wait. If it was like a little bit of a oh, mess. Oh, no, no, no. Great. It was great in there. <laughs> it's yeah. a bathroom. Yeah, like it was totally fine. <laughs> it's space just does not match the house at all. So like I have been struggling dececorating it for oh, some reason. I totally Do understand you know that. I, mean? yeah. I just like hate it. I hate it. So I didn't I even notice. It. So okay, yeah. Sick. <laughs> well, okay. Can we talk about that? Your Airbnb or other. So this is your little other business that you have. Right. Yeah. 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 So I have like it's a like side business of my Airbnb back in Arkansas. Um, I bought my house there. Um, 
three years ago for $34,000. It was like on a foreclosure. <laughs> and I, when I got it, it was disgusting. It looks nothing like it looks like now, but I gutted it completely down to the studs, new plumbing, electrical, and even insulation, everything. Um, vaulted ceilings, put just put all my money into it. Um, actually got robbed in the process, but uh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I hired a contractor that wasn't really a contractor and she was <gasps> like a crackhead pretty much and just like stole $20,000 from me. Um, so the bank had to actually step in and help me finish the remainder, but I had put my money in um, and then, you know, through all of that, I now like, I mean, my house payments are like 390 and oh, I pay more because I want to get done with it faster. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I just Airbnb it out. I stay there when I'm there. I, it's also a place for photo shoots, but, um, I designed every single little piece of that house, like to the, to the baseboards, to the flooring color, to the, to the fixtures, to the vents, to, I mean, everything was Holy shit. my decision. So, um, I, you know, I love doing that. I've been it's pretty traumatized to that past experience. Yeah. So I haven't really wanted to pick it up again, but, um, fixed rubber just released a whole new season where they do mid century <laughs> modern homes. So I watched all of that and <laughs> got re-inspired. So, um, uh, my boyfriend and I like want to do one together. Um, and I think that doing it with someone that I actually like trust and is good at doing home, he does, he does all that like he knows how to do all those things and I know how to design it so it would be cool to do that together and I'm like getting that itch again you know so yeah. I um but I've also done design work for um a couple of other homes like I've remodeled oh. a, a couple or a home in Little Rock for someone I did a, a house up here in Denver for um a couple and it's it's fun I mean it's it's really easy it's just can be stressful with a lot of money involved you know so yeah, yeah. You have to have such a decisive mind and an eye and be able to have vision too. The vision and the eye part are so key because like, I don't know how you did it. You picked everything out. Like that blows my absolute mind because in the back of my mind, I'd be like, are we sure this matches with this? And like, is this intentional right here? Like, right. you know what? I would probably freak. I'll it, get way too into it. You, well, you realize, cause I can be that way too, but like you realize at the end, you're like, when you have to make a decision, True. how fast you can actually make those decisions and how just with, it, it ends up being like, it kind of all falls into place for you. Okay. You know, cause okay. I designed my house based off of a, like Joshua Tree inspiration. I wanted my home at the time to be a, an oasis for me. So in the back, you know, I have like all new landscaping where I built a pergola out there yeah. and like a chicken coop and a vegetable <gasps> garden. I wanted it, to, if I was in Arkansas and I was going to stay there, that I thought at the time I'd be there for the remainder of my life. But right. um, I just wanted it to be like, if I'm going to be here, I don't want to feel like I'm here, you know, unless I want to feel like I'm here. So yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. That is like the way to decorate any house that you're living right. in. Right. I want it to look like I'm somewhere else. Make it your absolute complete serene dream of a home. Right. Yeah. But like and but, I mean, I told you we thrifted everything. This looks like a dream. This is my no, dream home. Do yeah, you know what I'm, I'm like saying? Shocked. This is I'm cute like, as shit. thrifted. I feel bad now. I'm like buying stuff. No. <laughs> no. No, it's just it's a challenge I like to do but like you can do it yeah is what i'm saying yeah 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 it's possible 
it's it's the i'm obsessed with joshua tree uh, i love joshua tree too uh, so yeah that's i was like i want this to look like the best airbnb i've ever stayed in yeah. you know and, and so it is that. and you also have the most beautiful fiddly fig tree i've <laughs> oh my God, ever seen huge. in my whole entire life i don't know how that happened <laughs> but i just i mean i fertilize it like twice a year oh, damn. and i mean it has just popped off popped off my god it started at my thigh no yeah i'm pretty sure i can't remember now maybe a little bit higher than that but still i mean it's it's no, to it's, my ceilings my ceilings are like 13 feet or more yeah and it's like starting to creep over into the other it's room literally going which into is another sick. room yeah <laughs> so i was gonna tell you what you can do is actually propagate yeah people it. have been telling me that and i'm like um, oh sorry for unsolicited no, advice no 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 it's always good to hear it again um i actually have another fiddle in one of my other rooms that's getting fucking huge too Damn. like it's growing now past the ceiling like starting to kind of go and i'm like i don't know what is in this house but well, i was gonna say you know those are hard for a lot of people to a lot of people so and it's I'm like, like absolutely incredible that like, you're just a beautiful fiddle person. for people <laughs> i'm like loving everything and of course you can grow victory <laughs> it's perfection i know like whenever we were hanging it like we're trying we have to tie it to the ceiling now and they're like manhandling it yeah. i'm like please god be careful with this because like i can't believe i grew this right so don't mess with it oh <laughs> yeah she's cute it's gonna get even bigger like you're not it's probably gonna line your whole ceiling i can only imagine i don't know how i mean it's gonna have to grow legs like it's gonna yeah. have to really it's taking off wow so, yeah. it's a jungle in there it's cute <laughs> thank you <laughs> do you actually have chickens too um i did i did have uh silky chickens for like a few years um but over um i think last month one of my favorite ones i had a lavender cushion so like i always get like kind of weird looking chickens or like rare ones um and this one was purple and she died i don't know i don't really know what happened but um it was very cold we had her all cooped up as much as we could Mm -hmm. like you know and the other chickens were fine but sometimes they just go out like goldfish and you can't really that's what i've been told i mean because she was very healthy and great and so it's just but i whenever i've asked people they're like sometimes they just don't have a long lifespan like you think and chickens are hard yeah she had been alive for a few years so i think it was just like her time so then i gave the other one away and because it is an added responsibility of the manager at the airbnb Mm. and i just was like you know i will have chickens again one day not right Damn. now because I, I don't even eat eggs like i'm vegan so it's oh, like true oh, I, I would give them to neighbors and i'm like this isn't really serving any purpose you know right now so but eventually yes yeah i'm like trying to sit here and think what you could turn it into <laughs> like your chicken coop but i think it's just always cool to have a chicken coop. yeah it's just like there <laughs> i don't know <laughs> do you have I mean, a garden do you i garden? do have a garden i like designed my little like keyhole garden um and since whenever I lived there it was thriving with like vegetables and stuff and now since I don't live there full time it's now a flower garden Sick. so genius like guests can go in and like pick flowers if they want and have those and, and your stuff. little manager can cut some and put them out on right. the fresh tables yeah oh. <laughs> I'm designing a garden for good. my backyard right now. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be a good one. I love I love gardening. It's year three of me doing it. So, like, I've, I've tried so much in the past and, like, well, I've tried a lot in the last two years. And last year I had a pretty damn good garden, so I'm just excited because this is going to be it. Damn. Yeah, I love doing it. I, oh, God. If I could, I live downtown right now, so the garden concept is not happening. But eventually I would, you know don't want to be living in an urban space i would like to have a like a house here so i could start really gardening again i want a greenhouse so badly yes so yeah 
you know hell yeah hell yeah hell yeah um well we've been killing it <laughs> and i know you have places to be so <laughs> no, i don't want to hold you up too much longer <laughs> i want to tell them about oh here we go because i don't know if they know about oh here we go i think i've mentioned you on previous podcasts of mine oh wow briefly because i love it yeah thanks oh my gosh it's so fun yeah um where like do you have big guests coming up and were you recording at the three doors recording studio is that oh that right uh, the doors the uh, doors the doors yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> which i have three i haven't heard their music i guess um i i know that they're extremely popular but we didn't that did not register with us but dude that's yeah. wild yeah. i saw that and i was like shut the fuck up well it was just cool that you get studios to do all your work in right yes well so um so our podcast is yeah, based sorry. on no 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 you're good um your uh, the podcast is just based on growth like we will have just interesting conversations that you probably didn't realize you'd want to have so we've had like a porn star on we've had um a self-aware narcissist on we've had a psychedelic research lawyer on we've had um mm someone that we just our recent guest um had lyme disease and he cured it through uh beef venom therapy and i mean we've had maddie o'neill on we've had uh, jeremy from big gigantic on we've had uh we it's all over the place yes all over the place so and then um guests that we have coming up that you know people might be more aware of are we have um Leslie Golden on from Love Island, uh, USA. I don't watch any of that shit. But I just know that's a very popular TV show. So right. congrats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's great. Oh my god. Um, and then we have, um, let's see, we have uh, the Maytag man on, who's also in Va- Vampire Diaries, and he talks to us about co-parenting. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Borum Lee on, who's a keyboardist and Pretty Lights and Break Science, and then we have Chrissy. Uh, coming on to talk about uh, veganism and uh, oh, all these things so it's just there's so, it's all so random but it's it's just we don't want to have one theme we we just want to always be incorporating conversations that are integrated in our own lives um so it's genuine and then we also you know when these people come on we just do a little bit of research but we really just talk about we just let it flow. Like we also just had a girl flying from Mexico and talked to, she's a trauma specialist or mm. trauma. Um, basically, yeah, she coaches you through your trauma and helps heal you oh, like through several months of work and inner work and everything. It's just, we don't really like to dive in about them enough. We just want to bring them on and have a conversation. And right. so that's pretty much what it's been about. And, but in inside of that too, we do photo shoots every month where it's like on based off the season or just things we want to do. Cause we, me and Lacey have done shoots our whole lot or our whole friendship. And, um, yeah, what a great way to document it. I know. Right. I'm like, damn, we have photos of, we have so many photos together. That is so fucking cute. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, oh, I love it all. <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, we're both from the South. So like, we want to have conversations that are kind of pushing the envelope for that area because our bigger our a big part of our listening group is in Arkansas and we don't want people aren't having conversations like that there and we you know we did decide to leave but we don't want to stop the growth so oh wow you know, oh, so, so it's almost like a responsibility thing it's yeah, like we're like i hope you guys are talking about these things and if you're not like because oh, we have you beautiful. know we have people come on talking about threesomes we have people coming on teaching us about lesbian sex and it's just like and you know people in arkansas are a lot of closeted queer people and yeah. they don't have a they don't have anyone talking to them they don't have a space to listen or be heard or anything like that so 
we've had people be like thank you like because now I feel like I can come out or now I feel like I can do this or now this answers questions for me and so they're not doing that there some are but it's not enough and so we just feel like we do feel like an obligation to be having conversations that people aren't having there so yeah that is why I started this yeah good see I just feel like you know if there's so much more to life right and you gotta knowledge is power and a lot of people there are afraid of knowledge knowledge is power yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) well and I know it can be overwhelming like knowing too much sometimes can overwhelm people which is why they stay which I get but like it's so fun living outside of your comfort zone oh right and because yeah I mean just like okay so I'm gonna be real with you really fast I was scared shitless to reach out to you oh no why (laughs) oh god (laughs) not scared shitless I get what you're saying but just like you were a reach guest and I was like I always DM a reach this is whatever I feel like I'm now being annoying no oh my gosh like people who I know will say yes it's like applying to colleges yeah yeah because I want this thing to grow like I see such a vision for myself I'm excited about this life so you I reached out and I was like she'll never respond and then two minutes later <laughs> at like 11 11 it came oh, wow. through oh, and my I gosh. shit my pants <laughs> and I was just like laughing and I was like I'm such a nerd <laughs> well I I try to respond to everybody I try to yeah, be very really like cool. reachable and stuff like that and I, I you're mean, real yeah like I don't want to be someone that doesn't communicate back with people unless right. they're being weird but like no I was so happy you asked me to do this I'm so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm excited I, I I hope we can have like go for coffee or go to a show. Or you least. do a boudoir shoot. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Duh. <laughs> duh. Duh. Um. Oh my god. I went on such a tangent. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. I'm I just loving love this. your mission. I love your mission. Thank you. If the podcast could go anywhere, what would your dream goals be with the podcast? Um, have w- you thought about it? like? Yes. Yeah, we we've thought about. I mean, right now we're recording. I have. I, I meant to say this earlier. Uh, my we have a studio in Denver and LA, and we try to prioritize Denver just because it is so key in my like. It's in my apartment. It's it's great. Cool. It works out easy. Um, I think our goals for the podcast is for it to be um like our full-time job like our (gasps) full-time mission and us me doing photography whenever I want to or like on the side and um we have so many cute ideas for later seasons but for right now our main mission is to be like if we could be doing this weekly and like um having a team working for us to where we don't need to think about much we just have the creative input and we're just like pumping out episodes because we love interviewing people yeah, and like we so love fun. traveling and doing all these things together so if it was our full-time job and providing for us way beyond our other jobs I think that's the main goal yeah but right yeah. now it's just creating together and growing it and seeing what this investment of time and energy and money is going to to do you know yeah. so yeah yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> gonna get big I hope so <laughs> I know so I don't see I, I mean, we do so much extra shit, that, like the artwork and the photo right. shoots and everything. And I'm like, damn, I hope this is paying off. You I think know? it will, because at the end of the day, you're going to have so much juice for people to like really dig their teeth into. Right. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. We're on our second season now. So hopefully by like three, we're like chugging along. So yeah. I've heard so many times people just say this is this is one thing that's the hardest to grow, but it's the most worth it to grow because the community you build around just the conversations you're having like right 
oh they're just like your fucking people yeah exactly exactly yeah and that's what i'm excited to like i love my people yeah it's a whole um yeah it's a whole network of community yeah. people that you would never have connected with had you not been doing a specific thing so yeah i know like i reached out i said on one i was like i want to interview goth babe and somebody dm me and was like i know him like oh. when do you want to talk and i'm like what? wow so it's like shit like that 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 starts to happen yeah and then you just like start it just becomes your job yeah exactly um, yeah i'm obsessed with this i'm obsessed with all this shit so i like love people that do it because i know how hard it is to execute oh god yeah it is it is it's but i love your energy behind it too like you are you came in and you have the same vibe that i kind of bring to when people walk in they're yeah. like hey oh my god you know like very like shop boy threw me off a little bit today i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> me, me too but it's fine <laughs> no, 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 no 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 it's like totally fine but yeah no your energy is like what makes people feel comfortable when they come into these types of spaces and because it's not easy to talk on a microphone and it's no. not easy to be in front of a camera you. or like yourself and yeah. so um when you can make someone feel comfortable then you're in the right field i exactly. think because then you're comfortable yes so, yeah and it's yeah. just fun for everyone right exactly yeah. yeah it's great i'm obsessed with people who are doing big things and yeah. living their best lives because uh. if you could do it anyone can do right, it right exactly because what makes you special stephanie nothing yeah i was like i can't think I mean, of anything like, you know? I know do you know what like yeah. i didn't read that sounded harsh but no, I, no, 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 no. But like, i get what you're saying it's like we're not special just because we decided to like wake up one day and go after our dreams right right yeah it, well what what divides people what is, is motivation and lack of and i think you know some people you know get up and do like you know you need to get up and think don't be the dreamer be the doer you know mm -hmm. and if because if you're just sitting there dreaming then you're just you're getting in if you only allow the same energy in your life every day then that's the only energy that you're going to be getting back you uh -huh. know so you need to be going out and doing and making things happen and it's it's always a no until you ask kind of thing that's what my boyfriend says all the time i'm like okay Does i get that now yeah wait how did you two meet before we go um we wa i walked into new conscious a venue here i had just gone to i had been doing a year of dating basically i was engaged over a year or almost two years ago and it ended and i just was like you know what that was not the relationship that i wanted i need to but i grew up in the south so like you know when you find someone that was you like was he from Arkansas? He's from Arkansas. Oh, so. and is that what kept you there so long? Yeah. Well, yeah. And just comfortability, you okay, know? Okay. Uh, but yeah, that was a big reason why whenever that ended, I was just like, dang, like, I'm so glad because I feel like I was just going through the motions of like, you meet someone, you get engaged, you get married, you do all these things. And my self-awareness back then was nothing like it is now because I wasn't doing any work on myself. Like mm -hmm. I've been in therapy for over a year. I've been doing a lot of reflections this podcast has been a huge part of that and so um I decided after we broke up <clears throat> that I was going to date and date and date until I found the person that I was like obsessed with because I was not obsessed with him and I wanted to I've always wanted to be obsessed with somebody like yeah. I see it in movies and hear it in songs and see my friends going through it I'm like what is that like you know so um I dated like every month and like put myself in a lot of scenarios of like just meeting people and finding how, out a lot about myself I'm going back how far how long after the breakup did you move to Denver um I started going to Denver immediately pretty much the next month but oh moved shit was it just December. because a lot of work opportunities or my why were you coming out here and oh, I didn't okay, want to cool. be I was like well I'm not dating anyone from Arkansas okay makes like, sense no okay keep and going. so I was on a mission to find love yeah. and so um 
pretty much by August of this year, which was a full year of me trying to find somebody, I remember being at a, my, I was at a wedding in Seattle and I was like, you know, I think I'm done dating. Like I just ended things with someone. Um, it was like a hinge thing. And I was just like, I am just, I'm done with this. You know, I don't feel like I'm ever going to stop looking because I always want to be looking. Um, but I think the kind of guy that's for me is the kind of guy that when I walk into a room, they will come up and say something to me. And I was like, that's never happened to me before. And I think that that's the kind of energy of a guy that I would want. Um, so the next day I fly back to Denver, I go to five shows in one day. There's like, oh, I started at five, ended at two. And, um, the last show that I walk into is a new conscious. Um, and it was this funk show and I walk in and this guy comes up to me and he's like, oh, I just love your hair. And I was just like, oh, thank you. And he's like, the shag is so in. I wish more people did that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was, I kind of like walk away cause I can't really see him cause yeah. the lights and stuff. And he was like, well, what's your name? And I was like, oh, my name's Stephanie. And he was like, I was like, what's your name? And he's like, Josh. And I was like, okay. And then um, I walk away and then I look at him and I was like, damn, money. <laughs> I guess fine, it's fine. And so we, I kind of like started orbiting around him the whole night. And like he would come up to me and he was like, like, I'm so attracted to you. And I was just like, yeah, like, you know, but then like, long story short, he told me he lived in Hawaii and I was like a fucking course. So this oh, could maybe just be like damn. a one night stand situation, like whatever. And, uh, we ended up spending the next three days together, him meeting my friends and everything. And I remember the second night we hung out, he had left and I went back to my apartment. I called my Lacey and I was just crying. Cause I was like, yeah, like I met the person I'm supposed to be with, but he's leaving because he was leaving in, in three days Hawaii, and yeah. he was going to his next project or Hawaii. And oh, um, and I was like, damn, like this sucks. And so he left and, uh, you know, two like weeks went by, weeks went by. And then finally he called me and he uh, mid-September and he was just like, I got an offer to either work on a house in Martha's Vineyard or... Um, Colorado and I choose, chose Colorado because I want to make this work. I want to see you. I want to do this, and uh, we've been together ever since. So yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. that is like true Romeo and Juliet shit, right yeah, there. It's, it's, I'm really happy we met in person, and I love our story. And it's not been easy, but it's been so like it's just nice to be so like passionate about somebody. I've never Dude. had that. Yeah, and I'm just like oh just so it's good it's, it's good. really refreshing to like it's like you get a little hope in humanity when mm. you like find a good one and you're like right. yeah just fun i mean love is so um fun. yeah and it's it's disruptive you know like love is mm. love is disruptive and i i've always wanted it to be and i i didn't want i just wanted to meet someone that completely took my attention and my focus and i just kind of disappeared for a little bit you yeah. know like i wanted to be so in love with somebody that because when i was getting married before like or like i was engaged the purpose was like the showy aspects like oh, how sure. could i do like you know you know who's all gonna be there blah 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 this and this and I told myself whenever it ended, I was like, I, if I ever get married again, I want, to, I don't give a, I don't want to give a fuck about all of that. I, I would, I would want to just get married so badly that I would marry them in a ditch. Right. Like, and that's just, that's the kind of energy that I wanted to have in finding another partner is like, I just want to be obsessed with them. Right. And, um, I've 
found that right. like I'm just like we're so in this and I see what people I see why love is so like makes you crazy you know like oh, and I love it yeah. it's nice yeah. <laughs> so yeah <laughs> that's how we met <laughs> have you told each other you love each other oh yeah we I oh, mean and it was funny yeah. because it was um you know, a lot of things that happened early on in our relationship, like where you're transitioning, like he's transitioning his life to my life and right. mine to his. And so there was at one point he looked at me and he was just like, I mean, yeah, like we love each other. Right. And I was just like, I mean, yeah, like we do. And it was obvious we had done so much for each other at this point that I was going to say it was just like, duh, but right. we hadn't really he's been saying it and i'm just like you know like he's like no like we love each other and i was just like okay oh (laughs) my god i'm so happy for you thank you thank you that's so fucking dude love is fantastic it's like magic yeah it really is and it's um it's it's chaotic it's it's amazing it's uh inspiring it's it's all-encompassing it's everything that people say it's just fucking insane (laughs) you should have him on your podcast we we really want to i mean he is interesting like yeah i was gonna say his job is crazy luxury homes yeah he auctions luxury homes all over the world um he played professional lacrosse he's adopted oh my god he played lacrosse yeah he played for denver and he played um you know for college at deerfield academy I mean, God, he, he's, he's so interesting yeah he's got a lot going on so we've we've and he you know like he's mixed and so like we we don't we want to have more people of color on our podcast anyway we always try to prioritize that and he has interesting stories and things to say and like wow. yeah we're we've we're in talks with it so yeah oh yeah <laughs> i'm excited so yeah <laughs> dude awesome if you could give our beautiful listeners one piece of advice or a book or a podcast to listen to just like one last takeaway before we leave and then tell them where they can find you on the internet and okay. all your things yes 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 um i think my piece of advice would be if you're looking for something specific out there like looking for either it's specific or a purpose or something broad just start saying yes to everything Fuck yes. because if you are saying yes to everything then you're thinking about every day like what you're wanting in life and you yourself are manifesting and pulling it in closer and closer the more you say yes to things because then you're not sitting on your couch and waiting for it to come to you you are putting in the work so just start saying yes to things and you'll get there you know and then um as far as where to find me, uh, <laughs> my Instagram is at Stephanie Parsley. Um, and then we, our podcast is at, oh, here we go. Um, I'm trying to think of everything else. My website, stephanieparsley.com. If you want to Do you connect. travel for shoots? I travel nationally and internationally for work oh, damn, all fun. the time. I have weddings all over, do portraits all over. Um, I don't have kids, so I am so constantly wanting to work. Yeah. So don't hesitate to reach out. Don't hesitate to reach out <laughs> just if you're somewhere else. Uh, I love traveling. It's my favorite thing. So um, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Fabulous. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sharing your time, your wisdom, your energy with us. <laughs> everything is energy. Yes, everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to make a ripple effect until you jump the fuck in. Yeah. And it's just by saying yes and doing. Yeah. And doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be the doer. Be the doer. Stephanie Parsley. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Okay. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>